In this episode of the Free Walking Tour podcast, we are talking about one of the three main sites in Salzburg. The site I'm talking about is the Salzburg Cathedral with its turquoise copper domes and its white interior. It's right in the center of the old town. The cathedral is like the heart of the city of Salzburg. Surrounded by the main squares, it's not only an attraction, but the center of attention in the old town for locals and for tourists alike. As the Archbishop's Church, it's the most important church out of over 20 churches in the old town. It's the burial spot of most archbishops, the place where Mozart was baptized, one of only a few churches equipped with five organs and the first Baroque church in Salzburg. Welcome to Salzburg. My name is Gerhard, I am the founder of the Free Walking Tour Salzburg and the goal with this podcast is to introduce you to Salzburg. Let's start at the very beginning, the history of the Salzburg Cathedral. Salzburg Cathedral is a masterpiece of early Baroque. It was the first Baroque church in Austria because Salzburg at that time was still independent and while the rest of Austria was busy fighting the 30-year war, the Archbishop of Independent Salzburg consecrated the new cathedral in 1628. But that's not when the church's history began. Approaching the cathedral, you will notice three numbers. One above each of the entrances. 774 is the year when St. Virgil built the first cathedral. St. Virgil is therefore portrayed as a bishop with a church as a symbol. You will find a statue of St. Virgil alongside St. Rupert with a salt barrel, St. Rupert with a salt barrel, in most churches in Salzburg. Throughout the centuries, however, many fires hit Salzburg and damaged the cathedral. Every time it was reconstructed, until at the end of the 16th century, a particularly ambitious Archbishop ruled Salzburg. His name was Wolf Dietrich. Maybe you heard about him in other episodes. He was also the builder of Mirabel Castle. Wolf Dietrich knew about Baroque architecture from his studies in Italy and desired a Baroque cathedral for Salzburg. He brought Italian architects and made a plan for a new church. Wolf Dietrich, however, only laid a foundation. He ended up as a prisoner inside the Hohensalzburg fortress, while other archbishops kept working on what became the first Baroque church in Austria and consecrated it in 1628. Hence the second number, 1628. For centuries, the cathedral was regarded as a masterpiece and was left untouched until devastating damage was done during the Second World War. The dome collapsed after the first bombing of Salzburg. Only in 1959 was the dome reconstructed and that's the number you see above the third entrance. The Salzburg Cathedral, when built at the beginning of the 17th century, was like many Baroque arts, an instrument of the Counter-Reformation. Most people were still illiterate at the time and the statues and paintings were supposed to tell stories. Let me explain to you the exterior of the church. Standing in front of the cathedral, you will look out on various statues. The two outside figures on the ground floor represent St. Virgil and St. Rupert, the two bishops I mentioned before, and the saints you find in most churches in Salzburg. St. Rupert with the salt barrel on the pedestal and St. Virgil is the builder of the first cathedral with a church as a symbol. The two statues on the inside are St. Peter with the keys and St. Paul with a sword. Two saints represent 
representing the World Church, while St. Rupert and St. Virgil represent the Church of Salzburg. One floor above, you can see the four evangelists. They stand for the New Testament, while another floor, higher there are Moses and Elias from the Old Testament. Jesus is enthroned above them all on the roof gable. Now let's enter the church. While the facade of the cathedral depicts saints and prophets, the interior tells the story of Jesus Christ. After entering the cathedral, you turn around and look up at the ceiling. On the top left, you see Jesus coming to Jerusalem. On the top right, the Last Supper. The story goes all the way to the crucifixion, and the end of the story is the main altar, the resurrection of Christ. The whole church was designed to convey stories. Some things to notice while you visit the Cathedral of Salzburg, and some of the reasons a visit to the cathedral is a must. Let me give you seven reasons why the cathedral is a must. The cathedral is the cultural center of Salzburg. The squares around the cathedral are the center of the old town. And these squares, the Christmas market, the country fair for the patron saint, the brass music festival and countless other events happen. During the Salzburg festival, the facade of the cathedral serves as the backdrop for the Jedermann Theater. For that purpose, they set up a tribune seating 3,000 people on the cathedral square. In 2019, the newspapers reported that there are events on the square next to the cathedral on 200 days out of every year. In case you visit Salzburg on the weekend in summer, it's likely there is an event happening. Another reason the Salzburg Cathedral is a must-see is that it's the center of religion. With Salzburg, the cathedral is the seat of an archbishop. These archbishops ruled Salzburg for more than a thousand years. Today, the archbishop doesn't have power over the country anymore, but they are still the head of the church. In Austria, there are only two archbishops, one in Vienna and one in Salzburg, and the Archbishop of Salzburg is responsible for the whole west of Austria. While there are nine states in Austria, there are only two archbishops, and the Archbishop of Salzburg is responsible for half of Austria. Now, the Salzburg Cathedral, therefore, was and still is the most important sacred building in Salzburg and the center of religious life. The Salzburg Cathedral also houses the relics of St. Rupert. In every church in Salzburg, you will find the statue of a bishop with a salt barrel. This statue depicts St. Rupert. St. Rupert was the founder of the city. He died at the beginning of the 8th century. And when in 774 the cathedral was finished, his remains were transferred to the cathedral. They are supposed to be in the black box underneath the altar. Inspect the box and you will even on the box recognize the statues of a bishop with a salt barrel and another one with a church. You already know who the one with the church is. That's St. Virgil, the one who built the first cathedral. Most archbishops were buried in the cathedral in the crypt. The crypt is where most archbishops from 1619 on were buried. You find the entrance to their graves when walking to the end and the left. Now the cathedral is also part of the walk of modern art. Now the cathedral is not only about old things, but it's also part of the walk of modern art. There will be in a future episode about the walk of modern art, and there is an article on the free walking tour website dedicated to the walk of modern art. The part of the walk of modern art inside Salzburg Cathedral is also in the crypt, in the burial place of the archbishops. There is one of the modern art pieces by the Salzburg Foundation called Vanitas. It's an artwork by Christian Polanski. The artwork is supposed to remind us of our mortality. 
While candles cast the shadow of 12 small metal figures on the wall, a voice in the background tells us what time it is. What I find most interesting, however, is the story of the French artist behind the Vanitas project. To find out about that, please listen to the episode about modern art in Salzburg or read the article on the Free Walking Tour website. You'll find both of them in the show notes. Now, another reason to visit the Salzburg Cathedral is to find the baptismal font where Mozart was baptized. In the cathedral, Mozart was baptized the day after his birth in 1756 and later in his life performed there. You find the baptismal font at the end of your tour through the cathedral. The bottom of the font dates back to the 12th century, while the upper part is from the 14th century. So part of the cathedral's baptismal font is the only thing left from the previous cathedral. Notice the lion's faces on the baptismal font? Don't they look like humans? You know, in Romanesque times, Artists like to portray lions, even if they have never encountered or saw a lion. How many organs are there in the Salzburg Cathedral? Salzburg Cathedral houses five organs, four in the crossings, and a procession organ above the entrance. All the organs were rebuilt throughout history. However, they say that north of the Alps, there is no other church with five organs. True or not, that's impressive. With a bit of luck, you could even attend a free or paid concerts while you're in Salzburg. Chances are that during Sunday mass or on public holidays, there is music played and it's often free. Now, where is the Salzburg Cathedral exactly? The Salzburg Cathedral is next to Residence Square, the main square of the old town in Salzburg. The cathedral is 200 meters away from the funicular to the fortress, 200 meters away from the Mozart statue, and 350 meters away from Mozart's birthplace in Getreidegasse. It's the most popular area of the city, especially for tourists. How do you reach the Salzburg Cathedral? The old town is a pedestrian area, but Salzburg is very walkable. And you reach the cathedral on foot. From most hotels, you're 5 to 20 minutes away from the Salzburg Cathedral. If you take public transport because your accommodation is further away, you either get off at Mirabel Square and cross the river to reach the Salzburg Cathedral in 10 minutes, or get off near the river and walk to the cathedral in five minutes. You need not plan a separate visit to the cathedral. You can easily include it in the rest of your sightseeing in the old town. Just don't miss out on the chance to enter the cathedral and admire its stunning interior. Now what's the entrance fee to the cathedral? There is no admission fee for the Salzburg Cathedral, at least as of now in 2021. They're talking about introducing an admission fee, so that might change in the future. You don't need tickets. There will be someone at the entrance asking for donations when you leave. I frequently meet travelers who leave when they see the donation counter, but the offering is 100% optional. What requires an entrance fee, however, is the Domquartier, the cathedral's quarter. Domquartier is a museum in the old archbishop's residence. The residence is connected to the cathedral and the monastery of St. Peter's, and by entering the museum, you can access the arches connecting these buildings in the western gallery where the processions organ is located. Is there a dress code for the Salzburg Cathedral? Like in all Catholic churches, Churches, you have to remove your hat when entering. That's the only dress code everyone has to follow when visiting the Salzburg Cathedral. Furthermore, you have to behave respectfully, of course. Even if the cathedral seems like a museum, it is still an active church. Sightseeing visits during Mass are prohibited. That doesn't mean you're not allowed to enter, but walking around and photographing is not permitted during church service. And what are the opening hours of the Salzburg Cathedral? The Salzburg Cathedral opens at 8 a.m. 
On the cathedral's website, you will read that on Sundays and holidays, the cathedral only opens for visitors at 1 p.m. That's because there is mass in the morning. I recommend attending the mass, but as mentioned before, you can't walk around or take pictures during mass hours. The closing time varies from 5 p.m. in low season and 7 p.m. in high season. How to visit the Salzburg Cathedral? When entering the cathedral, there is usually a one-way system in place. You start your exploration by going right, where you pass the first side altar. That's an excellent place to take candle pictures and light one if you feel like. Continue along the right side, where you pass three more altars before you reach the transept. That's where you can observe the four organs, two side altars, and the black relic box. Also take your time to stand in the middle of the transept and look up at the paintings in the dove. This part of the cathedral was damaged during and rebuilt after the Second World War. On your way to the right-hand aisle of the cathedral, you will find the stairs to the crypt and on the other end of the aisle, the baptismal font. If you would like to know more about Mozart's birth and how he was baptized and his names and everything like that, there is an episode about that on the podcast and there is an article on the free walking tour blog. Before leaving the cathedral, have a look at the pictures from the Second World War. They are behind the seats. To explore areas of the cathedral otherwise not accessible, you could visit the Domquartier Museum, as I mentioned before. One entrance to the Domquartier is on the left after leaving the cathedral, or on the right when you enter, and before stepping out on the cathedral square. In case you purchase the Salzburg Card, Domquartier is included. There is also an article on the Free Walking Tour blog about the Salzburg Card, and there is an episode here on the podcast about the Salzburg Card, in case you want to know more. Now, what's the conclusion? The Salzburg Cathedral, besides the fortress, is my favorite site in Salzburg, and I don't want you to miss out on a visit. Located in the heart of the old town, in an area that you will visit anyway, it couldn't be easier to reach, and there is no entrance fee, at least as of now in 2021. Besides the unique architecture, and apart from its religious purpose, the cathedral, is a part of Salzburg's history, one of the three most important sites in my opinion, and for sure one of the must-see sites. Now, if you have further questions, feel free to comment on the article on the Free Walking Tour blog on YouTube, send me a message via email or WhatsApp, and I hope to see you in Salzburg someday. Take care, thank you, and bye-bye.